June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. National Guard, red alert. Testing positive for COVID-19 after the big protests. Did shouting spread the virus? It's the kind of things that we were concerned about. Then outrage. He's mocking the death of George Floyd. And are looters going online selling their stolen goods? And cyclist takedown. Don't resist, don't resist, don't resist. Plus, gone with the wind. Gone from TV? Wait till you hear what Megyn Kelly is saying about that. Then, could this be the big break at last in the investigation of the mom who won't say what happened to her kids? The burn pit discovered on his property. We are aware that those remains are the remains of children. And how to tell if it's safe to go to your doctor or dentist. Patients are very nervous about this. The Inside Edition checklist, so you don't catch COVID-19. Plus, thank you for coming today. America's largest mall, back in business. The new safeguards in place. And voice from beyond. Singing over the rainbow for her granddaughter's first wedding dance. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The battle against COVID-19 is far from over. More than a dozen states have just reported their highest average number of new cases since the pandemic began. And just as health officials warned there could be a spike because of protests, a number of National Guardsmen on duty in Washington, D.C. during demonstrations have tested positive. Our worst fears have come true. That's what one health official is saying today as several members of the National Guard stationed in our nation's capital during last week's protests have tested positive for COVID-19. It's not known how many service members are stricken, but all are from the D.C. National Guard. They were among the 5,000 troops called in from 11 states, including Florida, Utah, and Tennessee. And now they've all been sent back home, and it's fear they may be spreading COVID-19 throughout the USA. The report of the National Guardsmen being infected is certainly disturbing, but is not surprising. Dr. Anthony Fauci spoke about the disturbing development on GMA today. He says the guardsmen were exposed as they stood up close to the mass of protesters. I wouldn't be surprised that members of the congregation that were there demonstrating could also be infected. So it's the kind of things that we were concerned about and unfortunately, we're seeing it come true. Dr. Deborah Burks is also speaking out today. She says even the protesters who were wearing masks may not be safe because of all the yelling. The close packedness of the protestees and the fact that not all of them wore masks. This could result in a spike over the next two weeks. No justice! No peace! 
In the wake of George Floyd's funeral, peaceful protests continue around the country today. Also today, police have released videos of earlier looting incidents in hopes of tracking down the suspects. Here's Stephen Fabian. It's the shocking moment looters break into Macy's flagship Manhattan store. They can be seen inside carrying bags of loot. The shocking video was just released by NYPD in an effort to identify the looters and bring them to justice. The vast majority of protests like this one have been peaceful, but some of the people who participated in the looting spree are so brazen that they're going on social media and boasting about how much they stole. One woman is even selling her ill-gotten gains on Facebook. And this guy posted video of what he claimed to have looted in L.A. Mr. Floyd. George Floyd's brother testified before the House Judiciary Committee today, just a day after the powerful funeral in Houston. When you watch your big brother, who you looked up to for your whole life, die, die begging for his mom, I'm here to ask you to make it stop. Stop the pain. And look at this. A shocking mockery of George Floyd's death is causing uproar. A man has his knee on the neck of another, and he's taunting protesters in New Jersey as they march past. One turns out to be an off-duty state corrections officer. He has been suspended. The town police chief says he's appalled and saddened by the revolting actions. I mean, it was a horrendous sight. Uh, it was not something that we had ever prepared for. There were a lot of individuals who were very emotional. There were a lot of children involved who you know, were asking their parents, why is this happening? Each new day seems to bring more video of controversial police encounters. In New York, cops are under fire over this video showing officers arresting a cyclist following a protest. Don't resist! Don't resist! Don't resist! I'm not! One officer appears to repeatedly punch the cyclist on the ground. The cyclist was charged with disorderly conduct. With cops under scrutiny across the nation, a police union leader's impassioned plea is going viral today as he implores Americans not to compare all cops to the notorious Derek Chauvin. I am not Derek Chauvin. They are not him. He killed someone. We didn't. This isn't stained by someone in Minneapolis. It's still got a shine on it. And so do theirs. So do theirs. Stop treating us like animals and thugs and start treating us with some respect. It's been called one of the greatest films of all times, but in today's times, Gone with the Wind has been pulled from the streaming service HBO Max. Long criticized for its racial stereotypes, executives say the film will return, but with a discussion of historical context. Gone with the Wind is gone from HBO. It's one of the most popular films of all time, but it's also been condemned for ignoring the horrors of slavery. The new streaming service, HBO Max, is now pulling the film, at least temporarily, stating, These racist depictions were wrong then and are wrong today, and we felt that to keep this title up without an explanation and a denouncement of those depictions would be irresponsible. 
it will return with a discussion of its historical context and a denouncement of those very depictions. Today, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany tore into HBO, making it clear she was speaking on behalf of the president. Where do you draw the line here? Uh, I'm told that no longer can you find on HBO Gone with the Wind because somehow that is now offensive. Um, where do you draw the line? Is it should George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and James Madison be erased from history? What about FDR and because of internment camps? You, know? you may recall that earlier this year, Trump praised Gone with the Wind after the South Korean film Parasite took home Best Picture. Let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get like Gone with the Wind back, please? Megyn Kelly also ripped into HBO's decision to pull the movie. Where does this end? Are we going to pull all of the movies in which women are treated as sex objects too, she tweeted? Let's do this. Every episode of Friends needs to go right now. If not, you hate women and LGBTQ people who also don't fare well on Friends. And it behooves me to inform you that you are fired, Abilene. Twitter users today are now calling for Netflix to remove the help from its lineup, criticizing the film for its white savior narrative. Movies not to watch when trying to educate yourselves on racism. The help, goes one tweet. Oscar-winning actress Viola Davis, who starred in the film, says she regretted taking the role. Other shows are coming under fire in the wake of the George Floyd protest movement. After 31 years, COPS has been canceled over concerns about racial depiction. Robert Thompson is a professor of popular culture at Syracuse University. A lot of the uh, responses where people have been taken off of uh, off of the air or fired from their job or even the removal of uh, something from ready access streaming have probably been an attempt to be sensitive to the kinds of things that we have not been sensitive to for a long time. In other news today, the prosecutor in the Chad Daybell case says the human remains found on Daybell's property were indeed those of two children. Daybell's wife, Lori, has been in jail for months for refusing to say what has happened to her children. And as Admiral Cagliano reports, today Daybell, a former grave digger, appeared before the judge. The husband in the missing kids investigation goes before a judge today. Chad Daybell's court appearance comes after authorities say they found two sets of children's remains at his home. He's charged with destruction or concealment of evidence, knowing the remains were about to be discovered. You understand your legal rights, is that correct? I do. Bail was set at $1 million. Daybell married his wife, Lori, six weeks after her two kids were last seen alive. Aerial photos show investigators probing a fire pit at Daybell's home in Idaho. Rich Robertson is a private investigator for the stealing missing children's grandparents. They've been stealing themselves for this possibility, uh, but now I mean, they're, they're, it seems to be uh, the answer that they had hoped they would not learn. Late today, the family confirmed in a statement that the remains are those of seven-year-old JJ and his 17-year-old sister, Ty Lee. We are filled with unfathomable sadness that these two bright stars were stolen from us and only hope that they died without pain or suffering. We're now learning that Daybell worked as a grave digger when he was a student at Brigham Young University. Taking care of the graves is rewarding, he told a reporter in 2001. Sad times are always when you have to bury babies. That's always a poignant moment. Daybell even wrote a book about his experiences called One Foot in the Grave. 
Lori Daybell remains behind bars and has pled not guilty to a charge of abandonment. Her mother and sister recently came to her defense on 48 Hours. I'm positive beyond any doubt that she hasn't harmed those kids. Now this latest chapter in the investigation, riveting America. Lori Daybell is currently being held on $1 million bail. She's due in court July 9th on a preliminary hearing. Another sign of the new normal as the Mall of America, the biggest mall in the country just outside Minneapolis, reopens. But as Megan Alexander reports, like everything else these days, things will be different. The Mall of America is back in business. The nation's largest mall reopened its doors today, yep. three months after shutting down. We're so thrilled to be able to open our doors. You're going to see a lot of safety protocols that are similar to other retail environments right now, but making sure that we have everything in place to make sure that priority of safety and security is our number one effort. Only about 30% of the 500 stores, restaurants, and attractions at the Minnesota Mall are opening. That famous indoor amusement park will remain closed for now. Floor stickers with arrows direct foot traffic. As guests visit Mall of America, they're going to notice these social distancing markers throughout the mall. We actually have a thousand of them. Masks are required for employees and recommended for customers. Stroller and wheelchair rentals are sprayed down with disinfectant after every use. It dries quickly and we can quickly do this throughout the day. So it's not something that we just do once a day. It's as, as they're used. At this Beta Electronics store, employees undergo a temperature check every day. 97.8. She's good to go. Each gadget is wiped down after someone touches it. There are hand sanitizing dispensers throughout the mall. And the food court has reduced seating to limit crowds. Customers were clearly itching to shop again, forming a long line outside a sneakers store. Twins Aaliyah and Alyssa Reed were determined to be the first ones in their favorite store, Forever 21. I got goosebumps. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. Welcome back, Mall of America. Here's a message from your doctor. Call me. People haven't been visiting their physician, not because they're not sick, but they're afraid to go to the doctor's office. So here's a list of things you can do to make sure your next visit is a safe one. I'm here for my visit. Norma Jean Oban is diabetic and regular blood work is essential. We were with her as she returned to her doctor's office for the first time since the pandemic hit. Pressure is great. In her case, uh, with her medical issues, she needs a personal visit because we need to check some blood work. There is a checklist you need to be aware of before you visit your doctor to avoid catching COVID-19. First, only go in person if you have a serious medical issue that can't wait. Otherwise, make a virtual appointment. Ask ahead about your doctor's check-in process. Make sure your doctor has enough PPE. Ask about their process for sterilizing the office. And make sure your doctor has a safe waiting space. Norma Jean also asked some important questions before her appointment. I did ask, you know, how many people are ahead of me? How many people would be in there with me? Oh, I see you have, a, you have a shield up here now. Dentists are taking similar precautions, as I found out when I visited my own dentist. It's usually one person at a time, so no one really has to sit in a waiting room. I'll greet them as I greeted you when you come in and bring them right back. Dr. Jeffrey Sclarin checked my temperature before letting me in. I needed a new crown. I felt safe because of all the precautions taken. Open. We'll be right back. Next. I can breathe. Knee restraints like the one that killed George Floyd. 
How often are they really used? And the call to ban them forever. We will ban chokeholds and stranglehose. And she was living in a car and pregnant. Now she's bringing down the house and America's Got Talent. And Voice from Beyond. Singing over the rainbow for her granddaughter's first wedding dance. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. A review not long ago of 100 police departments found only 28 ban or strictly limit the use of chokeholds. In the wake of George Floyd's death, those tactics are being revisited, as is the use of knee restraints. The mayor of Houston got a rousing reception at George Floyd's funeral when he made this announcement. In this city, we will ban chokeholds and strangleholds. In this city, we will require de-escalation. Knee restraints like the one that killed George Floyd happen more often than you may think. I can breathe. Just 10 days ago, a cop planted his knee on a suspect's neck until another officer pushed it off. This case in Dallas is remarkably similar to what happened to George Floyd. I can breathe. This business executive called police seeking help. He said he was off his meds for schizophrenia and he had apparently taken cocaine. When cops got there, chaos ensued. 32-year-old Tony Timpa was flipped over on his stomach while handcuffed and then pinned under a cop's knee for nearly 14 minutes. Timpa pleaded for help more than 30 times before losing consciousness and dying. I think he's out cold now. Is he breathing? My beautiful son. Vicki Timpa is still grieving for her son. The incident took place in 2016. Jeff Hanley is the family lawyer. Is this case similar to the George Floyd case? Damn straight. Why? Because of the mechanism of death, we're alleging that they killed him uh, by using unnecessary deadly force. Seeing all of these videos, my, my initial reaction is one of disbelief. Uh, it's one of disgust. Is there ever an instance where a maneuver like this is appropriate? Maybe a few seconds until you get that person into custody, then you're off of them. Oh, the medical examiner ruled Tony Tempa's death a homicide. Criminal charges against the cops were dropped, and all the officers denied all allegations of any wrongdoing. When we come back, from down and out to wowing America with her talent. She's a single mom who went from living in her car to being celebrated as perhaps the best singer ever on America's Got Talent. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. It's the moment that brought everyone to their feet on America's Got Talent. Christina Ray, a single mom from Nashville, started her audition with her adorable toddler, Jeremiah, walking out on stage to see his mom. I need this to change my life. And as you can see, I'm a single mom, and I was living in my vehicle while pregnant. Wait, 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 homeless? You're yes. living in your car? She then went on to wow the judges, singing the Rolling Stones classic, Gimme Shelter. There is only one way to describe your voice. It is insanely good. <laughs> Are you ready for this right now? And she got the golden buzzer 
sending her right to the finals. Incredible story. When we come back, how one bride's late grandmother was very much a part of the celebration. Finally today, there wasn't a dry eye at the reception when this happened. For their first dance, the groom has a big surprise for his bride. There's a better song, and it's uh, sung by someone who would have loved to be here today. It's a recording of the bride Chelsea's late grandmother singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow, recorded way back in the home recording when she was just 14 years old. I felt like she was there with us. It was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, complete shock. Our first dance wasn't even a, as much a dance. Yeah. Uh, we kind of just turned it into a really long rocking hug. Chelsea says now seemed like the right time to share it with the world. I had a lot of comments from uh, brides that were in the middle of having to completely rethink their wedding because of COVID and so um, a lot of them were like, I needed this right now. You have no idea how much I appreciated it. So sweet. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe and we'll see you again tomorrow. When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. But in reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. It should be happy. Choose happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. John Stewart here. Unbelievably exciting news. My new podcast, The Weekly Show. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, economics, ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.